0: Hey, what is going on, guys? DK back at you with another video here to break down the five-game NBA slate on Friday. If this is your first time watching, and we cover content for uh, NBA DFS, NFL DFS, XFL DFS. I'll have a video up after this for XFL, but had a very good season so far there, as well as for uh, player prop sites uh, like price Picks. price Picks is the sponsor. If you are a first time user, make sure to use the code DKDFS for 100% match up to $100. I will have it linked down below, but basically that's a free $100 to play with on the site. If you do use my code and deposit $100, if you're not familiar, you build two, three, four, five, up to six player props. You can win up to 25 extra money. You can mix and match. They have basically every single sport you can think of. So give it a try. It's a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, let's recap everything tonight. So uh, it was a really good night. Um, so Call of Duty started the day off really well. Uh, we had a, a subscriber take down the big tournament. That is the two thousand dollar tournament, a ten dollar entry. So you'd love to see that. And I did not—the first time in a while—did not take down the hundred dollar, but I did finish in second. So still very profitable. I'm not gonna lie, Call of Duty. I've had—I've had a phenomenal run. I want to say I probably made like there's the size, the contest size are not great, right? It's just. Only so much you can enter. I try to enter like everything, every single slate. He have like over 4,000, I would say, profit at least this month from Call of Duty alone, which is kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, so it was a really good day there. And uh yeah, it was a good night for for NBA DFS as well. Um, nothing crazy, but looking like a solid 2-3x. Um, somehow cash last night, too. Like, first of all, last night. Of course, I mentioned it. I was like, oh, I'm going to have a decent day as long as Westbrook doesn't get benched. He gets benched. It's like, come on. But uh, yeah, tonight was fine. Nothing crazy here. I did kind of play for the Nets trolling. So here was the thing. We talked about this a lot in the Patreon stream. Once we got the news that they said the Mikel Bridges, would I, I forget what the exact quote was, but that he wouldn't see full run. or It was, it was something of he was going to be limited. Once I saw that, I just got a bad feeling. I was like, "I don't. I think the vets are going to see limited minutes too." And they all got benched in at halftime. Um, so the only guys that played were Cam Thomas and De'Ron Sharp. Ended up working out. Um, Cam Thomas somehow didn't smash with like a seven-man rotation in the second half. I, I don't understand how. Um, Desmond Bain. Can we talk about this? I, I, I fear he's washed. I fear Tyus Jones is just better than Desmond Bane. Like, what? How? How is he doing that? But, yeah, so, like, originally, I had a lot of Bucks exposure. I did have Bobby Portis in my original lineup. I did have Drew Holiday. But just once we got that Nets, whoa, I pivoted off, and I was playing for the blowout. Um, unfortunately, the Nets ended up keeping competitive, so you did see the chalk Bucs, uh play the whole game. But I played for the blowout and kind of went a different direction. So I went to a low-owned Oubre, who was fine, Jalen Green started awful, but ended up salvaging. Um, he did have Chalk Halliburton just smash it over time, so that was a little bit tilting. Jalen Green didn't do much in overtime. Um, Randall was fine. I got a little bit lucky there with the Brunson injury. To be honest, um, I was hoping that Rand, or that Brunson would not play, and I would get, be able to get Randall at low ownership. And I just rolled the dice. I went Randall, Trey Lyles, and I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for it. it ended up working out. Um, and then, yeah, Tyus Jones was an absolute smash after kind of a letdown game the game before. So that is the recap of everything. Good night, back-to-back night in NBA DFS somehow on really ugly slates. I once again, had a great day in Call of Duty. It was profitable in price picks as well. So see if we can keep it going for Friday. Um, and we only got six games slate, which is kind of weird. But we have a lot of games, I think, on the weekend. So Oh, and if you're looking for premium content, you guys can always check out my Patreon. I do uh, offer a lot of different packages for DFS, NFL-only packages, XFL-only, ice picks only, combination of everything. So if you're interested in that, you can always check it out. Uh, i offer a ton of different stuff, and all the information is down below. But, all right, let's let's talk about Atlanta-Washington as the first game. So we get a couple rematches here from a couple days ago. We get Atlanta-Washington again, and we get Cleveland and Miami again. Uh, So Atlanta-Washington, this game has a high ceiling, right? It's like we saw last game, a lot of these guys smashed. Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, like the matchup for both of them. 9.3K for Trey is definitely reasonable. The only downside I'll say about Trey is the minutes haven't been amazing on him. He's kind of hovering in that like 32 to 35-minute range. DeJounte Murray playing a little bit more. I would say has a little bit of a lower floor, but you still get those takeover games for DeJounte, and he's sub-8K. So I do like both Atlanta guards. Capella and Okongu are going to split the center position. Capella dealt with a bit of foul trouble. His minutes kind of fluctuate, but if you get the game where Capella plays 30 plus minutes, he could smash. And then you have this group of like Hunter, Bay, Bogdanovich, Collins. I basically think they're going to go with a hot hand with like these guys. Like, I thought Bay was going to play pretty consistent minutes, and then he struggled and only played 21 minutes. DeAndre Hunter usually plays around 30 minutes. He's probably your safest of these guys. Bogdanovich, you know, not playing as many minutes, but has a relatively high ceiling. And then John Collins played 29 minutes last game after only playing like around 20 the first or the last three games. So this group of like wings, I think, are all playable. I don't think there's anyone that like stands out more than the rest. But those guys are all fine in a really good matchup on the Washington side. I think the big three look decent here with Porzingis, Beal, Kuzma. Porzingis was the reason I cashed last slate, um, going for 59 fancy points at 4% ownership. Um, I like the ceiling on him. I like the ceiling on Beal, who played 37 minutes. I like the ceiling on Kuzma. They ran, I believe they ran an eight man rotation last game, so if they run that similar rotation again. The big three for Washington in a good matchup. I think it looked pretty good. You saw Delon Wright continue to start. He played 32 minutes. If he starts again, he's a reasonable option. Don't think I will Don't think I'll get to Gafford. Don't think I'll get to Monte Morris unless he starts. Uh, Denny, obvious, four three. I mean, probably low 20s minutes. It's fine. You'll see some run for Corey Kispert, but I'm not going to play him. Portland, Philadelphia. So there is some blowout risk here. We got to keep an eye on the status of Anthony Simons. So if Simons plays, you would think there's a little bit of a better chance this game stays competitive. Um, Dame Millard has a, just a massive ceiling. I'm just gonna say, like, anytime Dame is on a slate, it's just a scary fade. I, I talk about this on, on the stream. I'm like, I it's it's just really scary. When when you don't have Dame, it sucks. It really does. He can just take over at any point in time, and he's just gonna. Shoot so many times, the ceiling is massive with Dame. So, I like his upside. I think Jeremy Grant's reasonable, he would look better if Simons is out. Um, Reddish and Thiebaud, I would probably only get to these guys if Simons is out. If Simons is in, probably can't go there. Reddish has been playing a lot, but the price is up. Matisse Thiebaud is a revenge game narrative. If you guys are into that, um, he only put 20 minutes last game, though. My boy Nurkic only saw 17 minutes in his first game back, can't play him until he continue until he sees normal minutes. I'm going to stay away from Eubanks and Watford. Little and Sharp will see rotation minutes as well. If you think the game blows out, Shaden Sharp would be a guy you could look to. Like, I played the blowout narrative last game, and I ended up working out. He played 25 minutes. Didn't have, like, an amazing game, but went for 17 fancy points. So if you do think they get destroyed, then Sharp's the guy you want to look to. Philadelphia, um, fully healthy team now. Embiid, Harden, I like the matchup for both. Um, I think both are solid spend-ups. I wouldn't call either a priority, but... Um, I like that, but I don't think I'm gonna get to Massey at 7 5. Harris at 5 9 feels right. Melton feels a little pricey. I don't think I'm gonna get to anyone else though. Tucker McDaniel's moved back to the bench, so it's mainly just Harden and Bead for me. Uh, on Philadelphia, Cleveland, Miami, so this one'd be kind of quick. You get the rematch again, and it's just once again not a lot standing out. And like any of these top guys for Cleveland have good games in an awful matchup, sure. Like, we. We have seen it. Like, they're going to play a ton, and they're going to run a tight rotation, but I just have a really hard time prioritizing any of Mitchell, Garland, Mobley, or Allen. Levert's 4-2. Like, he's a fine last piece in value play. Probably sees somewhere around, you know, mid to high 20s minutes on average. I don't think I can stomach a Coro or Lamar Stevens or Rubio. So, pretty easy. Miami, relatively easy to talk about, too. 8-6 for Jimmy Butler. That should play low to mid 30s minutes is... Fine, mean, he's played well late. 55, 44, 52, and 46 points over the last four games. You did have some BAM foul trouble last game. I think on average, you're going to see mid-30s minutes from BAM. Um, Tyler Hero probably plays the most. We probably see high 30s minutes from him. He's been up and down, but the ceiling is there. Um, the minutes have ticked down on, on Vincent and Struce. but we have seen the minutes tick up at Oladipo. Um, 32 minutes back-to-back games. That is a little bit interesting for Oladipo. And then Kevin Love should start play like 20-ish minutes, 4.4K. Yeah, he's like fine filler value play. Brooklyn and Minnesota. So I assume Dinwiddie, Claxton, Cam Johnson, Royce Neal are going to be available for this game, but we'll have to keep an eye on it. If that's the case and we get the normal Nets rotation, then a lot of these guys look pretty good because the Brooklyn Nets have been running a very tight rotation when they have all their main guys. If we get a similar situation again to tonight... Then it's like, ooh, ooh. I, I assume all these guys will be back. If that's the case, you know, the ceiling is very high in Bridges. The ceiling is very high in Dinwiddie. I would expect, you know, close to 40 minutes for both. Blackstone will play around 30 minutes. would be a fair play. Ham Johnson should see mid-30s minutes and would be a decent option in the mid-range. Finney Smith, Royce O'Neal will be in the rotation and play decent minutes. I don't think I can get to anyone else, assuming all those guys are in. Now, if they're all out and it's a similar spot where, like, got the vet starting, and we don't know if they're going to play normal minutes, then it's like, uh, it's 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 tricky. But I think everyone will be back here for Brooklyn, except for Ben Simmons. On the Minnesota side, Anthony Edwards been quiet. He's still playing a good chunk of minutes, and still the ceiling is there. So I think he's a good tournament play, because I don't think anyone will play him based on recent performance. Rudy Gobert feels priced right at 7 k Slow-mo, Conley, McDaniels, all fine filler plays, slow-mo at 5'8". If he continues to play 30-ish minutes, I think he would probably be my favorite. Nas Reid will play the backup five. If something happens to Gobert, he could smash. Torian Prince continues to play, you know, around 20 minutes. He's a fair value play. My boy, NAW, has been playing decent minutes off the bench. Um, Noel's still out, so I, I think we probably get around 20 minutes from him. He's playable in tournaments. Denver and San Antonio, the answer is yes. I'm still very tilted by that Jokic game. I got him at, like, 7% ownership last slate, and he they get destroyed at home against Chicago. I don't understand how that happens. Well, now you get a game against the Spurs, great matchup, but there's some blowout risks. But the game stays competitive. I still really like Jokic and Jamal Murray. Both had quiet games last game, but you have to have short-term memory. Gordon and MPJ, and they have good games playing alongside uh, Jokic and Murray. Yes, but it's less likely. They're more for they're more filler options. KCP's four or five. The price did jump five hundred dollars. I still think he's a fair last piece in three and D guy. We always know what we're getting from KCP. If he knocks down a shot, he have a decent game. Probably they're not going to need to, like, Bruce Brown or Reggie or Thomas Bryant, though. On the Spurs' side, so they're basically fully healthy now. Sohan, probable. Um, you got Keldon available, Vassell available, Trey Jones available. I'm not sure if Vassell or Trey Jones will still be on a limit. There is, again, some blowout risk here, but I think the main guys is probably where I'd look to. So, Keldon, 6'8", Vassell, 5'6", Trey Jones, 5'3". Like, I do like the ceiling on Collins. We can stay out of foul trouble, but there is a lot of foul risk I don't think I can get to the value for the Spurs, though. So, I would say mainly the game, the main guys for tournaments. Finally, Toronto and the Lakers. So, good matchup here for the for the Raptors. Again, a positive is they're running a really tight rotation. The negative is when they're fully healthy. It's always like, which one of these guys am I going to play, right? It's just like, I don't know. I, I never can get these guys right. But Siakam, Van Fleet, they should should see high 30s to low 40s minutes. Van Fleet been playing better of late. Uh, Siakam kind of been quiet. Jakob Pertl is 6'9". I expect around 30 minutes from him i think he's decent barnes and og should see mid-30s minutes i'm not going to prioritize either of them gary trent jr minutes kind of all over the place but if he plays well or if toronto goes small he could get extended and yeah boucher my boy boucher and achua will round out the rotation boucher probably sees like 15 minutes fine for tournaments but uh yeah he probably doesn't get extended unless something weird happens And the LA Lakers. So you got AD probable. You got D'Angelo Russell probable. Um, So D'Lo being back definitely hurts the secondary Lakers. But I still like Anthony Davis at the top. He lost, uh, I want to say like six minutes in that last game because he had to go to the locker room. But um, still a guy that has a very high usage without LeBron James. He's rebounding the ball at an insane rate. We can't expect 22 rebounds again. But yeah, I I like AD. Even at 11K, D'Lo... If there's no limitations, then I think he's a solid play. But he has been out for a couple weeks, so I'm a little bit worried he could be limited. I don't think I can get Schroeder with D'Lo back. Um, Vanderbilt Beasley. Eh, I think my favorite secondary play probably would be Austin Reeves. He's played extremely well off the bench. I think even with D'Lo back, we probably still see mid twenties minutes from him. So I guess if I had to pick like one of these secondary guys, it probably would be Reeves. Troy Brown should lose minutes, even though he has played really well too. Like he's just. Not necessarily for DFS purposes, but just real-life basketball. Troy Brown's played extremely well for this team. Um, So, yeah, that's going to do it for the Lakers. And that will wrap up the video as well. So if you have been enjoying it, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Keep an eye out for other content. I'll have an XFL video up after this, prize picks as well. So appreciate all your support as always, guys, and we'll see you in the next one.